with my eyes saw a pretty little thing approaching me Then I never seen a man who looks so all alone Or could you use a little company? Coming to you from the heart of the Dirty 30, it's South Alabama's number one podcast, Drive Time with DJ and KJ. Good Wednesday morning, hump day, the best day of your life. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Who who taught you that? Coach Mike Sasser taught me that a long time ago. A long time ago. Good morning, DJ. Good crowd in this morning. Good morning, Lori Woodard. Miss Carol Glidden's in. Good morning to you, Zandria. Good morning. Uh, Tara Hardy's in. Good morning, Tara. Gina Moy's in. Good morning to you, Gina. Rob. Clobbering Rob's in. Good morning, sir. Tracy Steele. Good morning to you. Hillary Emmons. Good morning. Onar Robert Roberson in. Good morning to you. Jesse James. Rolled over. Good she, morning, Jesse she James. Got up early this morning. Jill Bracken. Christina Jones. Casey Halsey. Good morning to each of you. Douglas Kelly. Good morning. Kim Coven. Good morning to you. Ann McGraw. Good morning. Uh, Kelsey Lum's in. Good morning to you, Kelsey. The Sheriff's in. Good morning, Sheriff. Stephanie White is in as well. Christy Desher's in. Good morning to you. Uh, Paula Billingsley, good morning. Misty Joyner, good morning, Misty. Lachey's in. Good morning. Rhett Joyner's in. Retro. Donna Mansell, good morning to you. And uh, good morning, Kenwood. Good morning. Uh, So before we get started, I want to – everybody need to look and understand we are – we are practicing our uh, uh, what is what? What's this it, new buzzword that that that, that, that is it? Social distancing. distancing. Is, I, I, I think isn't that it? Yeah. Social distancing. That's one of them. I, is that going to be the new uh, quid pro quo? Like well, I mean, we've heard that you hear for every time you turn anything on. I mean, we're going to hear that now for the like like ever. Well, don't think that I didn't notice. When I coughed about two minutes ago, you cut me a glare pretty quick. I'm like, hey, 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 it's pollen, man, pollen. Hey, hey. Pollen has me. I'm good. Hey, listen, I, you know, I, I'm just trying to tell you that uh, somebody was, I was asking somebody about some of these restaurants and things they were doing about having the drive through services and, and things. Mm-hmm. I was told that uh, not at this Popeye's in Bruton, but at the one in Atmore, that uh, a lot of the reason they instituted that policy didn't have anything to do so much with uh, it may have had to do some with the virus, but had more to do with uh, uh, people were had a party of about 20 at a table and uh, somebody over there next to him <laughs> leaned over and coughed and sneezed two or three times. Everyone at the table got up and left everything on it. And left. I guarantee it. I mean, that's, you know, there, there are people that are going to react that way uh, in and around. So you have to. That is just crazy. To watch it. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. It is. Uh, it is crazy. I mean, I, I want to tell you. So I know we hear this and, and the CDC is preaching this. And well, first off, let's say this. Uh, it's been a while since we've been back. And I thought it was humorous. I saw. Uh, Aaron Crawford say it took a national emergency to get us to do this. I, I thought that was humorous, but I want to say this. Um, do we want to back up a little bit and start at kind of what led us where we are right now as far as this whole virus thing and, and uh, if you will. I mean, we've had some pretty good discussions about this. We've had a lot of the discussions about this. We, we have. And one of the reasons – that we chose to go live today and, and, and maybe here in the near future anyway, is to help Qualm, hopefully at least on a local level, 
some of the things that are going on, try to get some good information out. We're going to have two great guests with us a little later in the program this morning, uh, both from the uh, Escambia County Healthcare Authority, and they're going to be able to speak to us with some good information, some facts, some things that we can do to help us on our journey as we work through coronavirus. But uh, we thought that it would serve as a, as a good public service to get out and get some good information, have a source that can get that information out there. We're looking forward to bringing that here about 7 o'clock, I think, is when the two ladies are going to show up with us. And, uh, and that'll be good. But we're also going to have a good time. So the show is getting classed up at 7. Well, just for a short time. Just for a short time. <laughs> and then it'll run off the rails after they leave. We'll uh, we'll be nice while they're here. Yeah. And certainly enjoy uh, the information they're going to share with us. And then we'll kind of do what we do. And, and there's always this. Hello. Hello. I'll tell you something. If this thing, I'm going to tell you, and you think I'm kidding you. I mean, wait, you, you think I'm kidding you. If this thing spirals out of control, and, and, and I'm. You mean the show or the virus? The virus. <laughs> and Revelations. The show's going to. Yeah, the show's, that's a given. And Revelations is upon us. Right. And I know it's winding down. That's one of the last things I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear my children the very last, but that'll be next to last. I would have to hear that one more time in its entirety. For those it's ageless. You, for those of you that don't know, Maury from Goodfellas. <laughs> you know, he's hey, gone. Hey, it's worse hey, now. I've, hey, have you seen the spring top that he's going <laughs> with? <laughs> I wish there was a way I could post that picture on here. Is there, I, 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 can't, I, can't, I can't share a picture in the comments. No, no. I'll tell you what. But, go to my page. Go to my personal page later. <laughs> And our good friend T-Bone has gone with a new look for the summer. He's kind of relocated his work to Panama City, and I don't know what's going on. Oh, man. And I'm pretty sure it's velvet. It is beautiful. It is a piece of work. It looks now. like one of those Man. daggum uh, uh, Arabian hey. horse manes just laid on top. I mean, listen, it, it, it right now it's it's, it's worse. I mean, it's, it's the best I've ever seen. <laughs> and I think he's done something with his contacts. You see how blue his eyes. <laughs> Listen, I thought that was for the hack, the virus. Did you see that that video? The the virus hack. Did you see that? I did. It was like 40 seconds of the most awkwardness, the most awkward time I've ever spent watching something. Because all I could see was that big Maury head and that big uh, pasture on top of his head that looks like it hadn't seen a bush hog in about five years. (laughs) It is. uh, uh, Listen. Maury is your man. What's the phone number? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> our phone number? Maury's phone oh, number. Mo, yeah. Oh, hold on. I, let's see if we can't uh, round that. Oh, see if we can't man. round that picture up. Uh, look at there. Classy. Look at him. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. Hello. Hello? Hey, Maury. Hello. How are you today? I'm good. Who is this? Great. This is a courtesy call regarding your no, wireless hey, plan. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. Yes, this is regarding the current line I'm calling to. Hey, I'm, there seems I'm to be some unusual right additional data charges on the account in the past week. That guy. No. He's ours. No. No, <laughs> no. You, you shut up. Oh, man. Let's see. Listen, let me take it up for him. Good Lord. Uh... 
A bunch of people jump back in. Or jump, I said jump back in. A bunch of people. There's Chef Adam in this morning. Good morning. You may have said. May have, I didn't catch Chef Adam. I, I, there he is. Good morning, Chef Adam. Good morning, Susie Collins. It is good to be back. Welcome back. Started to play that this morning, and I thought, well, some may get that, and some may not get it. Uh, the other day. You know, so uh, good uh, Good morning, Brandon Four, Jolene Atkinson, Angelique Owens. Good morning, Angelique. Gail Kurtz, Miss Gail. Good morning to you. Uh Let's see. Well, we said Maury was already in. Blake Fountain. Good morning, Blake. Uh, Demetria Nettles. Uh, Todd Katina Purvis. And Jesse James says we're piling on to uh, <laughs> piling on Maury, but that's, that'd be fun. Crystal Moffat. Good morning to you. Dee Dee Tinsley. Good morning to you. Uh, we ain't piling on. We're just telling the truth. You know, I want to tell you something. I'm, I'm convinced somewhere up in there, there is a cure for this. Yeah, it's got to be a vaccine. Something. I mean, he was talking about a hack. Good stuff. Yeah. I mean, but uh, we we can never forget our friend T-Bone. Never will. Uh, With a minute and 14 seconds left in the Iron Bowl, disappeared. Just went radio silent on us. Gone. Gone. Pulled the plug. He said, (laughs) he said, you can have it. I'm out. I'm out. I got to go in here and get this dude going and get started on this and make sure my wig sales keep going like they're going. And, uh. You know, whatever, that kind of stuff. Christina Jones, hey, we have missed everyone. I think we've missed saying good morning to everyone every morning. It's always uh, the highlight of the show. Yeah, it, it, it is. It, it, that, that's always a great time. Good morning, Dustin Varner. Uh, Wendy Moy, good morning, Wendy. Uh, there's Lauren Wallace. Good morning, Lauren. So uh, I, let me throw something at you here real quick. Uh, and I'm not making light of this. I've just. This went out this morning, and it, it kind of ties in somewhat with what we're uh, speaking of. <clears throat> you were just talking about revelations. Uh, you remember back in the first part of that book, there was some plagues that was rained down on a place, right? That's right. Well, parts of Africa and the Middle East are bracing for a swarm of locusts that's expected to be the worst in at least 30 years. Uh, in the worst model, a typical swarm can consume in one day the same amount of food that 35,000 people would eat. No way. Really? <laughs> I, I know that's a locust. A what locust. do they eat? I, everything? I, apparently everything in sight. I mean, are they they're best, they're carnivores or are they I don't herbivores? know. They're basically like a flying goat. They must be if they're eating that kind of stuff. Hey. Yeah. I got another little tidbit of, uh, that, that is kind of interesting. <clears throat> what do you know about funeral? We, we need to have our, our good friend Mike Williams come on and maybe talk about this. Uh, this webinar was sponsored by the CDC. Let me preface that. The National, National Funeral Directors Association has suggested limited funerals to a close family and live streaming the memorial for others to watch online. Uh, they underscore says it because they fear the corpse spreading the virus, but rather a good Social distancing practice. I think that's a a term that we all need to embrace is social distancing. I think that's going to be used often. I, didn't we all used to call that? Well, I tell you, <laughs> let, me tell, let me tell you something. And, and get the heck away from me or something. And there's still the immediate future, I guess, is still unknown in terms of, you know, what we'll be able to do and what we won't be able to do, what'll be available, what won't be available. But if 
if by some chance the Dirty 30 Jam kicks off on July 18th, I would think social distancing is going to be a problem that night. It's going to be a problem. And let me tell you this. Right now, we have every intention of the Dirty 30 Jam kicking off on July 18th. But we'll act responsibly <clears throat> sure. if, if, if things are, are, are going in a way that would. Yeah. What we'll do is we'll hand you two beers to hold and you can <laughs> distance yourself with arm's length between the person. They, no, we, we, we absolutely will be responsible about it. We don't want to do anything that's going to help uh, spread or what have you. Uh, speaking of that, <clears throat> I want to say this too about this because it, 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 it of all the hype and crazy. Good morning, Rusty Miller. Uh, Christian Allen's uh, watching this morning. Brandy Davis, good morning. Chris Malden, good morning to you. Um, there, if I'm wrong, if somebody correct me, and I may be, there, there's absolutely may be. Uh, but I, I want to think there was, there's been like 5,000 ish deaths in China. Okay. They have one and a half billion people. That's a lot of folks. I mean, and from what I read, it's a lot of people that were, you know, elderly or, you know, had underlying medical conditions, that kind of thing. I'm not trying to get off on a bad tangent. I'm just saying that's pretty good odds, man. I would like to know what that is in comparison to to other diseases, whether it be a heart attack or, or well, cancer. Well, the flu or, in this country it, yeah. kills 80,000-ish a year Yeah, in this country, just the, the flu. So, you know, I <clears> – <throat> Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I'll tell you, I think it's it, it's widespread hysteria right now, but I know this about people in our area, in our community. They ain't going to be able to stay inside, but for just a certain amount of time. Shelf life. Yeah. Got a shelf life. They're going to get stir crazy. I'm excited about speaking to that. Good morning, Tracy Miller. It, Biggest smile on the Dirty 30. There she is. And, and speaking of... The local impact, you know, what Good we morning, see Michelle and, Hutchins, and, and how we live Georgia with Chris. it and how we live with it. I'm looking forward to the ladies coming in here in about 30 or 40 minutes and giving us some information. And what is going on, I never really, in my wildest dreams, imagined could happen. I'm not saying that it shouldn't have happened. I'm not saying that we are not doing exactly what we need to do. But when schools are getting shut down, seasons are being ended, you know, uh, you're having some, in some areas, you're having curfews that hadn't been put in place as far as I know in Alabama yet, but there are some of the bigger cities that are that are having some of that. It's just wild to think about that these are the days we're living in. My heart breaks, for, especially for the, <clears throat> for the seniors, the, 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 the young people sure. who are going through it for the last time, whether you're in an extracurricular activity or just a student. Uh, my heart breaks that this is going on during their senior year. Who knows if it'll be continued at a later time. I don't know. That's, that's just tough. That's tough. Good morning, Shannon Stillwell. Roger Templeton. Eric Bailey. Good morning, Eric. Edie Kelly. Good morning to you. Penny Holmes. Good morning. You know, I, I agree, and and it's sad, but we're let's be honest. We're in uncharted waters right here. Well, sure we are. So, you know, we, we really don't know day-to-day -day like today. We don't know what, you know, what, what, make hit or come out or I'm going to say this. I've been saying this and you know, I've been saying this to you for months. Uh, well, since this all kind of broke out, um, if they come out with a vaccine for this thing, uh, basically it would have been about two months that this country has been working on it. It would appear to be mm -hmm. the first question I'm going to say, ask is this, if you come out with a vaccine for something that's a worldwide pandemic, 
the likes of which nothing have seen been have been seen since 1918 when influenza hit. You gonna tell me we can't find a cure for cancer? Makes you wonder, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, it's uh, it, it's crazy. Uh, Chef Adam said you got to get ready for work. Speaking of that, they got it set up where you can call in down at Camp 31, uh, and they'll bring food out to you. They want to make sure it's hot, uh, and and may take a, a a little bit more to uh you know get it ready but it's certainly um uh, a service that a lot of our local businesses are doing and, and offering right now and I will say we need to make sure and and uh uh you know I know everybody's told to stay in stay but get out and keep shopping local because trust me it all makes a big circle it all makes a big circle. I mean, you know, we talk about the seniors and, and of course, the schools and, 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 and people that are that are affected by this. But think about, you know, all of the local businesses that, you know, when you get told to go home and don't go to restaurants and don't go to this, don't go to that, a lot of people impacted. So I know David's Catfish is, is doing a uh, drive-through uh, uh, service as well. Danny Smith at the Pizza Hut. That's right. Uh as a scale, as a skeleton crew working, but you can uh, access the drive-through, and they have an app that you can order off of as well. But Good a lot morning, of our, Sherry Weaver. A lot of our local restaurants are are doing that and trying to make the best of a tough situation. Yeah, and I mean, and you know, here's the thing: uh, let's help them uh, make the best of it because I, I, you know, I can tell you that uh, it takes a lot to uh, you know keep a business going, much less one in, in these kinds of times, and you know. There are people out there that, uh, especially, you know, in the uh, restaurant business and, and things such as that, uh, that depend and live on, you know, tips and things. You know, and so let's just make sure that we uh, don't social distance ourselves so much that we forget about that. And uh, speaking of that, uh, oh, and uh, Jesse James said Tallulah Bells will now deliver in the Bruton and Atmore area. Uh Wow. That is uh, that's crazy. You can't beat that. No, you can't beat that at all. That's a great point. Uh, Andy Kelly made. Uh, need to keep checking on our neighbors and and maybe give a little uh, cash for those uh, that are not working. That's a good point. You know, and and speaking of cash, did did you see where uh, uh, the administration? I'm not talking political. I'm just talking about what they're talking about putting out another stimulus package. Well, I saw that. Uh, they, they, they made a mention of like a thousand dollar check per American. I saw that. Uh, what's your, I mean, and, and I'm asking your opinion on, do you think that, I mean, when at a time when everybody's being told, stay home, stay home, don't go anywhere, don't do this, don't do that. Is it time to be sending money out like that? Or do you? I'm really not qualified to answer that because I'm not a. I don't understand economics on that level. Well, I don't either. I don't know what it does long term, you know, to us. And, and I, so, I, I don't. I have no clue either. I, I guess I know I, this. I don't want people to suffer. Right. Whether it's individuals, whether it's business, businesses, whatever has to happen to keep that to a minimum, I'm for. That's right. That's and that, and I agree. I and I don't care who proposes. <clears throat> it. I don't care. No, it, I don't it, care who proposes. Me either. It. Uh, if we can keep the uh, suffering to a minimum. I'm in. We, uh, you know, I, I can tell you what would probably be as good as that to a lot of people. And I can say, you know, I see, and, and, and we deal with credit 
banks and businesses every day, uh, come out and say, look, you ain't got to make your house payment for three months. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, 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 or you yeah. know, your car payment, that kind of thing. So, yeah, uh, you know, that, that kind of stuff makes a, in my opinion, makes a difference. Sure. You know, uh, I'm not saying a thousand dollars doesn't make a difference. I'm, I'm just saying, uh, if, if there's anyone too scared to get out, I'll, yep. You know, one of the things that I that, think that's a great, that's a great point, Sherry Weaver. Thank you. One of the things that, you know, that we're going to try to do over the next several days as we have programming is have different people on to talk about what is happening from a factual standpoint, not perception, not hearsay. Good morning, you know, we're going to start today with two from the, from the, from the medical community, healthcare community. I uh, hope to have somebody on from the city to talk about, you know, uh, services and how they're going to continue. I saw a post from uh, Chief Salter yesterday, and, and I shared it on my personal page about what he and his guys will be doing and be rest assured that if things are happening in an emergency standpoint, they're going to respond. I mean, it's not like they've been cut back. They're not shutting down. So um, all the vital services will continue, whether it be police protection, fire protection, uh, paramedic service, things along those lines. And we look forward to visiting with, with as many of those as we can over the rest of this week and in the next week to reassure. I mean, I think when people get some reassurances, I think that helps the economy. Well, sure. if, if you feel like that we're going to be okay through this, and we will. Yeah, consumer we confidence is, is, yeah. is there. Right. Uh, um, uh, I, I, a serious question. How many packs of toilet paper did you buy? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Uh have you, have you I'm ever? under the impression there's not a food shortage, <laughs> there's and there's not a, so I, 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 I my shopping habits have not changed. I shop for the week on Sunday, and I'm gonna yeah. get to go this Sunday. And, and of course, you know that's that's so. I've not been one of those that have just stockpiled, stockpiled, and stockpiled. I have enough, and hopefully they'll be there more Sunday when I when I go again. Okay. If not, I may be coming over. Let, let me ask a a little more in depth. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> how is social distancing? going and being handled in the red room uh and i'm sure all of us would love an update on Tatiana. well in a weird way i somewhat feel responsible for i mean after all after it went poorly at the port i remember i remember that okay yes all of a sudden this mysterious virus shows up after the fact. Do you think maybe that that could have been uh, tied to that I don't somehow? Know. I don't know. It was, the whole thing was a mess. The Russians. Uh, I'm, I'm glad it's behind wasn't, me. Wasn't she Russian? She was supposed to be. Or Slovakian or well, something? She was also supposed to be 6'4". And I looked her eyeball to eyeball. <laughs> through the crate. So it was, it was a mess. It was, it was, but to answer your question about the Red Room... I came in and put in some partitioning, and it made a section of it a, a decon room, so you can go in there. And oh, so you can decontaminate. <laughs> Good ventilation. Uh, so yeah, there have been some precautionary measures. It's a little like ET. You walk in a, a chamber, and all this smoke and stuff comes down and just sprays you down, and and then uh, I'm gonna tell you if you ever walk upstairs in my house, just make sure you go left. <laughs> If you go right, I'm not responsible. Six four. Six four two ten. Hey. Hey. 
Get left. Oh, she looked like she put you in the figure four leg lock and tear you up. There she is. Good morning, Temple Kinley. Guess what Temple did last night? <clears throat> I saw that, that she went to a pygmy show. She's only been home for about an hour. Hey, I, I love it. And let me tell you why I love that. Because uh, that is a uh, classic that they're still out there rocking. And I, still a free world. Best I can tell. Uh, and, and I don't know the man, but the governor of Florida said that all these nightclubs and bars and what have you ordered shut down at five o'clock yesterday for 30 days. I think the pig said, nah, we coming to play. Really? Yeah. Okay. And, Do uh, it. And so, uh, I, you know, I think, I think, uh, I don't know if any of y'all get to follow cam on, on social media, but you're too. It's, uh, it, it really is. It, uh, he's in the third meltdown now Yeah. Uh, that, uh, yeah. Uh, the one I watched the other day yeah. from the hotel room. Oh yeah. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. I loved his effect. Is uh, uh, what what red alert? Red alert. Yeah. I Danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man. Uh. Anyway, so I, I can say this, and I think most people watching may feel the same way. Maybe maybe you don't. And comment. Let us know. Has your life changed? Have you changed anything other than some of the things around you that you don't have any control over? But have you, has anything changed about what you do day to I can tell you, is it, nothing's changed as I do. Not really. I do. Uh, this time of the year, I love to go to the ballpark, whether it's a, a rec game, a high school game, or a college miss, game. Miss I, I, miss, I miss going to the ballpark, and a lot of it has to do with the concession stands. Uh, but, yeah, I miss the ballpark. <laughs> Well, all right. So, so you mentioned that. Let, let me uh, let me ask this question: uh, Are you, if there is a mud run this year, are you running? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Try to win it. Number two: uh, Are you still holding it uh, around that one eighty five? No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, one of the things that happens with these self contained quarantines are snacks, and I was guilty of a lot, like a lot of people that I've read. Uh, I got to the snacks pretty quick. So, uh, there's some workouting. So I need to work out and get back to where I was last year. If I can do that, I think I will. Then, uh, I kind of want to win that thing. My age, my age division. I don't want to go out there and beat those 20 somethings, but yeah, I'd like to win my age division. Well, I, I think, um, I think you got a um, pretty good shot. You, you've ran it. What the last three years, two years. They've had it two years. Two. I've been in both of them. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, that's another question. Do you, that event is scheduled in. Is it? Is it's in it, June. June. What it's scheduled for. <clears throat> so. And who know? Who know? You know, I, I hope that. Uh, I don't know how far out you have to make the call. On things I, like that. You know, I, know. I, I I know with what we were watching. You know, I mean, it's it's just kind of all up I mean, in there. Yeah, I saw last night on the news uh, that the state of Kansas suspended. K through twelve, all K through twelve state funded schools for the remainder of the school year. Yes, they, they've shut it down. Uh, you know, I'm not making any, uh, what do you call it, uh, predictions, but I will say that uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't say that nationwide. I wonder what that does to you, like a uh, from an academic standing. Well, I asked that question, and I was told that everything that you well, if you're on a nine weeks thing. Uh, I think which most our area schools are, they would take the body of work through the 
the ending of this last nine weeks. Yeah. And that's how they would move forward. Wait, now say that again. You know, uh, the, the report cards come out every nine right. weeks. So I, I'd ask the question, how would that work? And I was told that they would take, instead of uh, maybe four nine-week periods, there were three already. Yes, yes. And this one would have been the last one. Right. They would, so they would take the first these three nine-weeks body of work, and there wouldn't be a fourth. Well, I just wonder, so you wouldn't there wouldn't be a grading period for the fourth. Would no. you still get credit for, for the core classes to graduate and have your, your full credit? I, uh, it's my understanding, yes. Now, somebody may can come on here and tell me how wrong I am. Well, what about those of us who were so dependent on summer school? I mean, well, what, what see, happened? I, that's and that's where I was good, about to go. Uh, you know, what happened to the days like that? Wouldn't you have loved? I mean, I saw a good one. Another it said that, that this, you know, all the people having to stay inside this social distancing uh, about thirteen years from now, uh, they're going to be the quarantines. <laughs> Gonna be hitting the oh, yeah. hitting the street. <clears throat> well, you know, uh, I'm 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 just not I'm you know, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I know I know that you can uh, if if you read, you know, everybody says April sixth is when our area or our, our area schools are supposed to go back to school. April sixth. April sixth. Okay. So you know, outside of that, there's really been no other. Well, if they can make that work, then it would it would be just a minor inconvenience because we were scheduled for a week of spring break. That's right. And then, as it stands now, we're going to miss an additional week. Is that right? That's correct. But <clears throat> there is no extracurricular activities. Yeah. They're canceled for the year. Yeah, that's that's done. Yeah, that's is, tough, is the same man. with rec league as well. It, it, rec league is suspended. Indefinitely, I don't know that the the plug's been pulled at the Y. But you know, a lot of this, and of course, I think this goes in every sector. This is a fluid situation. Well, sure. The ladies yeah. we're going to meet with here in just a minute. I was talking to Chris Griffin uh, yesterday, and he said they met last Friday and had a plan in place on Friday of what they were going to do moving forward in an operation sense at the health clinics. And then by Monday, as the information had changed nationally. Their plan, of, of course, changed. So it's a fluid situation, and and being able to get good information is going to be important. And for the most part, you can get it here. Yeah. Well, and, and speaking of good information, I can't think of anything better than right now because everybody's got one, and yours is always the best. Yeah. You know what time it is. Game time. <laughs> so... Going into this segment, I want to say this. Tom Brady has left Is that wild? the Patriots. They, I think he's all but inked with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think 30, it's a, basically a done deal. $30 million That's wild. a year. That's wild. And 20 the, years. And the Pats. 20 years. The Pats, the Pats offered him 13.3. And how many Super Bowls, he, how many rings do he have with him? He has six. <laughs> and he played in three others. <clears throat> right. So 20 I, years. You know, wow. No income tax in Florida. They pointed that out uh, when I was reading that last night. So, uh, anyway, I didn't mean to ask you about the poll because I knew you had one. I've got one. So, let's hit it. <clears throat> let's uh, let's see where uh, where is this poll going to take us. Uh, number, we'll start number five. I do, and I, but I want I want to say this. Okay. This poll, and I want to be fair to all the people who who had who had ran the course, and this is going to be 
the college basketball final poll. Uh, that that is that's fantastic. I love it. And 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 please tell me <clears throat> that unlike Florida State, you're not going to name them national champions like the Florida State Senate did. No, but they're in the top five. Uh, I would I would think they yeah. should be. Yeah. <clears throat> so here we go. Number five. First of all, I'm a fair guy. Always have been. And I have Michigan State finishing up at number five. They lost several games during the middle of the season. They were preseason number one last year in the Final Four. So the last completed season that we had, the only body of work we can really evaluate off of was what they did last year. And since they were going to qualify for the tournament, we're probably going to be a five or six seed. I've got them at number five, my final poll. I, I think that I think that's solid. Uh, Texas Tech was in the Final Four last year. They faded away. They were a one-hit wonder. Virginia, kind of a middle-of-the-road season. I got them a little further down as well. But Michigan State, number five. Number five. I have number four. Florida State Seminoles. The Seminoles. You can't take away the season they had. Good morning, Jesse I Rigby. I think the Florida State Senate jumped the gun just a little bit. I get it. There's well, another school I, that does it regularly. Well, let me tell you this. I, I, was school, about, yeah. I was about a, to point that out, and, a, I, and I want to make mention of this as well. Now, I agree with the Florida State Senate when they name the University UCF, UCF yeah. uh, well, they Florida. It. They earned that, they that earned national championship. They, they, they did. So they I agree earned. with them. Florida State number four. Number four, Florida State. Here we go. Number three. This won't be a popular pick. The Dayton Flyers. <laughs> One of the best young coaches in the country, I Anthony love Grant. It. I love any, it. any college university would be lucky to have Anthony Grant as their head basketball That's coach. That's a fact. And if you ever get him, you should hold on to him. I know a little team that had him one time. Man. Just saying. <laughs> number, number three. That was three. Number, well, I mean, two. number two. A little bit of a homer pick. I love the SEC. I cheer for every team in the SEC. They played us off their feet and lost. We played them off their feet once and lost. Kentucky Wildcats, Coach Cal. Yeah, two. That, that, that's not. You can't argue with that. We're probably going to be a three seed. Yeah, if they had gotten it seeded. Yeah, they were going to lose the SEC championship in the tournament, but they were going to. I have them at number two. Can't penalize them. And everybody's waiting on this one. The number one. Team in the nation, you're defending national champions, the Auburn Tigers. There you go, back to back. There you go. That's fair. I, I listen. I don't think that you could have been any more fair uh, if you tried not to be fair. And again, this has been the top five poll. Everybody's got one. Everybody's got one. <laughs> now they count more than ever. Uh, tomorrow we love to have a poll that. Maybe even more interesting than than just that. You never can tell. That was interesting, though. Let me ask you this. Uh, if you make it to the NIT, which is... Does that count? The NIT. Yeah, that's like, you know, uh, uh, Summer League. Oh. Do you... Anybody can go to it, or is it? You well, to, you it looks like your way it looks like anybody can go to it. Yeah, that doesn't count for anything. Okay, I just wanted to ask. Um, so, you know, uh, 
uh, I, I was just uh, I was just curious, uh, you know, where and how that uh, how that went. I do have a I do have a concern along those lines, and this this is a legitimate concern. Okay. I, and I was thinking about this. All right. The information may be out there, and I have missed it, but I have not seen anything concrete yet with regards to college athletes and if they are able to get this year of eligibility back. Basically talking about winter and spring spring sports. Right. I have softball, I, track, baseball. Is this going to count or are they getting it back? A do over. Here, but here's my bigger question. Let's just say that junior college, division two, division one, all these athletes get a do over, which I'm for. I think that's, that's I think that's fine. That's fair. Sure. If they all get a do over, and the high school athletes don't, then where does that leave the high school seniors that are graduating? Where are their opportunity is going to be with scholarship limits? Yeah. With yeah. Uh, positions on a, on a team, you know, all these seniors were going to sign to fill spots of people who were moving on, and if that doesn't happen. What happens to them? I know, and, and I've I've looked all over, and I've I've not found anything on it. Good morning, Mac Baxter, Matt Nall, oh, Red. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Red. Uh, Miss Judy Crane. Good morning, Miss Judy. Jacob Salter, Ashley Bush. Good morning, Ashley. Uh, Lisa McGraw. Good morning to you. There she is, Chevy Ann. Good morning, Chevy Ann. Krista Book. Good morning, I, 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 I just she just I, says here that see, she's hearing. That seniors will get another year. Well, that would create the logjam that I'm talking about. That's right. So all these high school seniors who have committed or signed, what happens? What happens? And 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 another thing, and, and you've got obviously Lindsay. Was she going into the sixth grade? She'll be in the sixth grade. Okay. <clears throat> if school is out for the remainder of the year, if that happens, now we're not saying it is. We're sure. saying if that happens. Sure. Okay. Uh, if that happens. Then, uh, it's on us as parents, and thank the good Lord I got a teacher for a, a wife to get our kids ready for the next grade. Because let's be honest, oh yeah, the, the last uh, part of the year a lot of times is is where you kind of wrap things up and 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 move you know move to to move on. Of course, you and I, you and I were probably moved on a few times just to get out of. It's called social promotion, Ken. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> yeah. That was before Common Core. Uh, yeah, right. That's what I was going to say. That, 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 and that was way before No Child Left Behind. Yeah. They, uh, coach and them just kept moving us up out of defense, pure defense. Yeah. But, you know, I was just I'm, I'm, I'm curious, you know, uh, and while we're on that subject, let's talk about something you and I talked about earlier in the week. Which is this? What are we going to do? What are these children going to do? That the couple meals they eat a day as <clears throat> breakfast and lunch at school, or with the city school system, lunch at school. I, I know uh, I've seen the post. I'm sure you have. I think maybe you may have shared. I know we we talked about it. Uh, the backpack buddies uh, are looking for you know immediate. Uh, food and, and, and uh, monetary donations. Uh, I think monetary would be better only because of the type of food that they provide. Uh, I don't know that you can just you know go and buy whatever to you know to do that, but they're looking to try to 
fill that void, if you will, for a lot of kids. Uh, and, you know, when you hear, well, the schools are going to be, they're going to be, uh, you know, uh, making uh, uh, lunches and that kind of thing. <clears throat> you know, my, my issue there is that's well and good, but these kids, a lot of these kids ride the bus to school, that kind of thing. How are they going to get there to eat it? That is a concern. Uh, I, we talked about this, and, of course, I've seen several posts on Facebook. People have it on their hearts and on their minds as well, and uh, I hope that part of it can get figured out also in, in addition to the X number of things else we're trying to work out logistically and schematically. But uh, Good morning, ch- Danny Smith. Children eating has to take place somehow, yes. some way. Yes. Well, it does, and I'm going to tell you, if, you know, if it goes that we need to – work to help gather up a conglomerate of, of people or, or of volunteers that would help deliver uh, food uh, to these, you know, children and, and kids and uh, that definitely need it. Uh, you know, I can tell you right now, I'll be happy to sign up to do that anytime that I could help. You know, well, I think you know, that's hopefully one of the byproducts of this program. Uh, you know, we, we love to come in and have a good time try to keep things light somewhat. Just, there's nothing wrong with laughing every now and again. This is serious, serious days we're living in, serious problems we're working through. And we're going to, a part of that, and we, we've mentioned a couple of times, we're going to have two guests coming in in about 20 minutes. Uh, Ashley Strawbridge and Debbie Gist, or Gist, maybe. Gist, I think. They're going to be from the Scambia County Health Authority. They're going to give us good information, things that we can keep in mind, things that we can bank on moving forward in terms of how we make our decisions, how we work through the day, but we all have to understand it will remain a fluid situation. That's right. What is good information today may not be good information tomorrow or the next day. That's, that's but, uh, a fact. We're going to try to do our part to get as much good information out to our community to keep our suffering to a minimum. One of the things that was that was drilled into my head over and over again back in my EMA days was those individuals and those communities that can prepare. Have a good one, Charmin. That can prepare for tough days will suffer less. And that's one of the things we hope to do through being back on in the morning is getting some information out there from different entities. So if you have something that needs to get out and, and your entity plays a part in the uh, recovery or response to this situation, we would love to help share it, promote it, and get it out to all our people. So once again, our suffering's at a minimum. Uh, that's a fact. Let's see what JP says right here. <clears throat> at this point, no school in Scammy County will be serving lunches. We got numbers from other areas that were doing the food program for those areas and only one to two percent participating. So at this time it wasn't a good idea to do it. Um, you know, and, and here's my thing with that. Um uh, you know, uh yeah, hey, listen, I, I'm I'm not as Tracy. I'm, I'm <laughs> We usually write on, write on paper towels. Right. Save yeah, that. I know. That's what I was going to say. Uh, you, you, you know, she's an OG because she, she definitely saw what we were doing. We, we, we don't have scripts, but we always have some paper towels or some tissue or some toilet paper to write on. We're trying to conserve toilet paper. Maybe we ought to line the front of this desk with toilet paper tomorrow. We might go. get mobbed, though. Tell you what. You know, I, don't, I don't know if that's a good idea well, or our not. Our location's undisclosed. Yeah. We're in the back cave, you know. <clears throat> you have to you have to look for us. Uh, I don't know if we need to say that. We'd like to get bum rushed over here. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but no, you, I, I'm telling Is you. Is the gate open? Uh, I think Dallas or one of them's out there. We'll be there. okay. Yeah, we, we're all right. 
Um, look, so Lori says uh, in Butler County, their schools are serving breakfast and lunch, pick up only. Well, there you go. Well, and so here's the thing. Where's your water jug, DJ? You know what? I hadn't, uh, uh, I didn't even think about that. I, I didn't either, but I'm going to tell you this. Uh, you might want to social distance yourself from that thing. A thing stayed a few miles, hasn't it? I think that's high mileage. But need to find one or find it. I mean, I tell you what we do have, and it's laying right over there. I see him. And he and was in earlier. Did you I, see him in? Earlier? I did. I was, I was going to say, has the Wee's been in? No, he's been in. Yeah. Well, uh, raffle off toilet paper for backpack buddies. <laughs> I don't think they, you know, I, I'm not sure, but is the toilet paper rush over? I don't know. Yeah, I you know it's 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 crazy. I mean, Chris Tucky, I'm sending in Tony. <laughs> <laughs> He'd go. He's a gamer. He's a gamer. Listen, all you got to do is tell him to go in there and tell him that he's fixed to start scratching his head, and when he does, the corona is going to fall out all over the floor. Well, get this. This is this is this is as hot a news flash as you can get. Well, hey. It, and it's oh, not. Oh, hold it, let me do this. If we got a news flash, then we got to get some news. Uh, we we, we got to get some news music uh, going. If I can, here we go. News flash. Tony Burnham, our friend. This is not happening in our backyard, but it's right down the road. He is on a construction shot site in Panama City. Just called and informed by his employer that a person or persons have tested positive. Panama City Beach. They've shut the job down. A person on the job site or just somebody in PCB? Somebody in PCB. <clears throat> well, you know, here's my deal with that. Okay. It's kind of like what we've been saying. Uh, you know, people are going to get this, but it doesn't mean that it's a terrible thing. How many people get the flu every year? Well, that's what I'm looking forward. You know, when, when our nurses get here, that's that, those are some of the things that I want to be cleared up from a professional standpoint. Sure. I, the way I understand it, and I'm looking forward to getting clarification on this. I can be a carrier. Good morning, Renee. We're glad to see you. I can be a carrier. Jeff Booker, Kenneth Waters. Good morning. But I may never get sick. Sure, it's like mono. Yeah, I mean, you remember I've had old, mono. You remember the old kissing? Oh, oh, yeah. what, what do you call it? the kissing disease? Yeah, you know, but. Some people had mono and had it where you put got like it put you down. Yeah, it put me down. Yeah, well, it did me too. But I know people that have, that have it. Yeah. never had a symptom, but they carry it. Well, they call it asymptomatic. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that means. I just yeah. heard that word. It sounds good. <laughs> sounds real good. Sounds real good. So uh, you know, but uh, anyway, I, I was uh, look at there. There's Raj. Good morning, Raj. I'll tell you something. Have you? Had a chance. I've not been in it yet. Rogers invited me on a tour. I've not been able to go because I'm practicing social distancing as well as uh, a lot of other things <laughs> at this point. Uh, have you seen the pictures of inside the hotel? I have. Is that thing fine? Nice. nice. I'm going to tell you something. Very nice. I just hope, I hope that uh, we can put the Dirty 30 Jam on for one reason. I want people to come stay yeah, in that that's thing. nice. You know? That's nice. Much needed. Good morning, Jordan Rowland. Are they, there. Take, are, they, are, they, are they open? They are not yet, but soon. Okay. Real soon. They're getting real close. Yes. Uh, look at there. Lauren Wallace said she had mono with no symptoms. And, and here's the thing. They 
say that this virus is the exact same way, that you can have this virus and have no symptoms, to be a carrier. And I'll tell you this, too. I think from reading from the CDC, I think this was out in the fall. Okay. Think of how many people you know. I'm one of them. I, I had two flu tests. I tested negative both times, and I'm telling you, I, I had a fever. I had every symptom of the flu you could have. And I tested negative twice. I was told, I'm not telling anybody's business, but I don't think he would mind. I was told Joey Shell. Joey Shell was mad as a wet sitting hen at Keith Horton because Keith had tested positive for the flu and he was felt fine. And Joey, he had tested negative and he was on, according to Keith, he was on death's doorstep. Do you take a flu shot every year? Yes. Have you always done that? Yeah, well, I mean, every as far every, as you every year that since uh, Jessica's been a teacher. Okay. Yes. Now that's a that's a toss up. Yeah. Every year. Yeah. Uh, I want to go back to something too before that. Uh, our, our guests get here. Uh, you and I the other day had spoke about your days in the as EMA director. Yes. For, for the uh, Escambia County. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> In in talking, I thought about our conversation the other day that we had and talking about uh, some of the, I was amazed when you threw out the number of volunteer fire departments to me. Yeah. I, that was amazing. Are those all active? Yes. That is that is amazing. And that's just in our area. That's in Escambia County. It's, it, yeah, mm-hmm. I, well, that's what I mean. Yeah. That, that is that That is amazing. Yeah, I mean, it really a, is. Is, well, that, is. Does that not – maybe I shouldn't be so – I mean, is that not an impressive number? It, it, it is. It is an impressive number. But the thing the, the thing that was more impressive to me is they are – and we're saying that to say this. They are a tremendous resource in, 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 in times of emergency. You know, if we ran into a situation where we were having to get food out of the masses, my idea would be to run it through the volunteer fire departments because they know their communities and they know where the needs are. Now, it's one thing if you have 25, 26, 27 volunteer fire departments, but you only have it for designation purposes, for insurance purposes, right. and for, for right. tag purposes. Right, right. But it's another when you have 26 or 27 who will roll up their sleeves and get out there and get in the middle of get it. Get after and it. And that's what we have. Sure. That's in addition to the paid departments with, you know, with uh, you know you have Bruton, Flomaton, Atmore, and Porch. Right. And then you have all these other volunteer fire departments that fill in the gaps. And we have coverage. I can promise you we have coverage in Escambia County. Well, that was an amazing yeah, number yeah. when you threw that out yeah. to me. Uh, and, and I got to tell you, that's, that's just uh, – uh, that, that, if that doesn't warm your heart mm-hmm. to let you know oh, yeah. about you – know, that, that is tremendous. I mean, here, we are. Here, we, here we go. All right. Hey, we, come on in. Come on in. We might get a chair pulled up. Hold on. Y'all just sit tight. Our guests are here. Yeah. About to class this place up right yeah. here. Slide this – Let's see here. Ashley? Yes. This is Ken. I'm David. Is, uh, who else was? Wasn't somebody else coming? Uh, yeah. Debbie. 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 Yeah, Debbie. Let's see. I'm Ken. Okay. Nice to see you. You too. Do you want, uh, you may not, do you care if you can hear or? Okay. All right. Well, as always, uh, you and I share this. Okay. That's the number of people that are watching right now. Okay. 
Okay. That's live, and they're making comments, and we're kind of talking about some things. Okay. We were waiting for y'all to get here to share the statistical information and what all we can do to be smart and work through it. So, tell you what. Yeah, now now, now we've got uh, we've got experts here, okay? I want to get her title right. This is Ashley Strawbridge. And Ashley, you are the Director of Infection infection Control and Employee Health at Atmore Community Hospital. Correct. That is correct. Chris Griffin kind of put us all in contact with each other. And one of the things that we do here on Drive Time is we try to be uh, community service oriented. We try to have uh, programming. Number one, we have a good time. We also understand the seriousness of the days we're living in right now with coronavirus. And we wanted to get some people that could come in and speak to it with good information uh, things that we can do to protect ourselves, to try to keep the sickness part of it beat back as best we can. If you will, just in general terms, talk a little bit about coronavirus, where we are at in terms of Escambia County, in terms of what we're doing and, and what our protocol needs to be. Okay. Um, coronaviruses have been around for a while, but this is a new coronavirus. So that's why it's so... Um, out there in the news and causing us so many problems right now. Nobody has any immunity to this virus because it is new. Okay. So that's why it's spreading through the population like it is. Um, we really want to right now do social distancing. We want to avoid crowds. Um, you don't want to shake hands. You don't want to hug folks. You want to try to keep six feet apart if at all possible. And the six feet rule, um, people may not realize, is because coronavirus is spread by coughing, by sneezing, by large droplets. So if you're six feet away from people, usually if you're coughing, those droplets have time to fall to the ground and not infect you. You don't breathe them in if you're the other person. Um, it can also be spread through touch. So you want to be sure that you're not shaking hands, you're not hugging um, so if DJ and I were to start coughing and sneezing and, and snotting all over the place right now, you'd probably going to get up and run out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would. Uh, let, let me ask you this question, actually. And, of course, we have a lot of folks from uh, GP watching with us. Uh -huh. Good morning, guys. Uh, can I be a carrier of coronavirus and never get sick, or am I ultimately going to get sick if I have it? And he's not talking about the beer. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. With him, you have to um, clarify yeah. some of those things. That's right. Um, COVID-19, you mean. You're right. Um, okay. You know, a lot's not known about this virus because it is so new, but it is thought that you can spread the virus before you actually show symptoms. And some people don't show many symptoms at all, so they may not even realize that they're sick. Especially the very young, they don't seem to be affected as much by the virus. And so... They may, you know, carry on as normal and actually have the virus, and they can spread it at that time. We we have a question from the uh, the uh, all, the the gallery here. Uh, Raj wants to know how about sweat from bald heads, uh, and I guess he's asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and say it, Raj. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I don't know if that is 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 this much like the flu, like they say it is. As far as, you know, everything you, we read says it's the flu light, if you will. But I, I just told the story, and I, and I I may be wrong, but when in January, uh, I thought I had the flu. And I went and had two flu tests, and both were negative. Mm -hmm. And I 
would have told you that I had, I, and I had fever, I had everything, and mm-hmm. felt like you know the flu make you feel, and I never you know tested positive, so I don't know what that was. I can't say it was that. I don't know it was that, but I'm saying. Um, you know, I've heard a lot of those stories from people that tested negative and had those types of symptoms. So is that something that is a, you know, more in our minds or is that something that is, has, have y'all seen that as well? That people had symptoms but tested negative yes, for the flu? Yes, yes. We have, but that's not completely uncommon even in okay. other years. Um, flu tests aren't... Um, 100% reliable by any means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, up just a hair. If you sure. Don't want to, that way they can, so they can hear you. So it's very possible to um, you can, to have the flu. That, there's, a, there's a lever under there. It'll, it'll, it'll go down for you. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yep. Um, yeah, there you go. So it's very possible to to have the flu but not test positive on the test. Okay. Um, Maybe that's what I've I I've heard the same same and some people have asked could i've actually had it and and not known it and i, I don't know the answer to that. well I, you know and one other quick question and i'll let david move on with you uh are you kin to david strawbridge that uh, he, yeah uh through marriage he is my <laughs> Husband's first cousin. I guess y'all okay. know Dave. Huh? Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, we we know David. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. So uh, no, and and I'm picking it if he happens to see this. I'm picking it, David. But good guy. Uh, I was just curious. That name's not that common, right? So I figured at more at more. I figured it had to be some. Anyway, I'll let the uh, uh, the the interviewer get back to doing what he does best. One of the things, you know, you and I and Chris talked yesterday on on the phone, and and one of the things that we kind of set up here before you got here is how fluid this situation is, how quickly information can change, protocol can change. I think Chris mentioned that last Friday you guys had a staff meeting and kind of had a plan moving forward, and then on Monday new information was presented, which kind of redirected y'all in some areas. How often are y'all in on conference calls? How often are y'all getting information that does change the course of, of what we need to do and, and how we're going to work through this? Um, we're on calls between Atmore and D.W. McMillan daily. Um, right now, the Alabama Hospital Association is having bi-weekly calls on Tuesdays and Fridays at 1030. Um, and we have a chance to hear from um, Don Williamson, who was the former um, medical officer for the state, and now he's with Alaha. Um, it's all the other hospitals, so we get to ask questions. We get to share information with them, see what they're doing, what problems they're having. Um, and so, you know, it's it's constantly being updated. They also send us a snapshot most afternoons okay. that give us new information that we need to know. From what you're hearing for people who are being treated with it in other states, other mm-hmm. areas that, that have it, how long is the incubation period? Are they sick for a week? Are they sick for two weeks? What is the timetable one can expect if they succumb to it? Um, About two weeks, if it's just a is normal that, course, is what I'm I'm understanding. Is, two, is that two weeks in a hospital? Is that two weeks at house at the house with meds? Or is it kind of a, are we just kind of finding out as we, as we work through it? So my concern, one of my concerns, and I'm sure you guys have discussed this at length, is resources being overwhelmed. I mean, right. there's only so many hospital beds. There's only right. so many doctor's offices that you can get into at one time. If all of a sudden the masses show up, then what? 
And I guess that is the need or the importance of social distancing to keep those numbers down just from a resource standpoint. Exactly. Um, That's exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to slow the spread down Mm -hmm. so that we don't overwhelm our systems all at once. For most people, um, especially the young people without chronic health conditions, you're going to be able to stay at home. You're just going to take your Tylenol. You're going to, you know, treat the symptoms because there is no medication for it. Um, So you're going to stay home, treat the symptoms. But there will be those that are older or have chronic health conditions that are going to require ICU care or ventilators. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're trying to do is avoid those systems being overwhelmed. So uh, my question, and and I've I've seen this asked a couple times here now, uh, if the flu test, if it's not all – 100% 100% reliable, I guess the, the really only way I know how to put it. If it's not 100% reliable, then how do we know that the testing for this virus now is going to be 100% reliable? And I can't answer that because I'm not a lab technician. So that's a hard, that's a, that's a, that's a, hard that's a difficult question. Sure. Yes. Well, okay. Two weeks ago, I was told by a doctor locally. I'm sorry, last week, we didn't have testing. That was last Wednesday, as a matter of fact. I understand Friday that we did receive testing, uh, uh, ways to test. Do you know uh, what the actual logistics is on that? I mean, is there plenty of tests in Escambia County to... to Um, There is actually, and it's... And instead of tests, we say collection kits because we don't test, run the actual test in Escambia County. Um, Testing is done through some private labs. It's also done with um, the Alabama Department of Health in Montgomery. Okay. Um, So we right now have limited collection supplies. Right. So you're not going to be able to just go to your doctor. You can't just go to the hospital and say, you know, I think I need a test. You're going to be symptomatic. Your doctor's going to do an assessment, and then he's going to determine if you've truly, uh, you know, been in contact with somebody that's been sick. Have you traveled outside the state? What are your symptoms? And then he would decide whether or not to collect a specimen and send it to the to the reference lab or to the state lab. What are you what are you seeing like today, yesterday in our medical clinics? Are there is it normal traffic given this time of the year? Or are you seeing tight quarters here town? Seeing a few more people seeing <laughs> we're a getting, few more people show up or, or what are you seeing? We're getting told we're supposed to be sitting six feet apart and I'm just tight quarters here. This is true. Yeah. Um not a whole lot more volume, mm-hmm. but we are seeing, you know, people come in with respiratory symptoms and we're taking precautions and actually separating those patients from our other patients that don't have respiratory symptoms and kind of triaging those apart, treating them in a separate area so that we don't get anybody sick. We're going to mask those people when they come to the hospital um, to protect our staff, the other visitors, and then... Can you, can you clear up a... Uh it seemed like uh, what we were understanding may have caused a little uh, upheaval uh, and something to do with a tent or something out in front of uh, the hospital in uh, Atmore. Is that what we were told, DJ? That uh, I think Chris said something about there was one out there kind of, for different reasons, yeah. but people saw a tent on the grounds and thought it was you know extra triage or whatever it was, and that's just kind of how 
you know, when rumors get started mm-hmm. and people see things. We're trying to tap those down. Like, right. That's why right. we're asking the and question. We appreciate yes. that. Yeah. Um, there is a tent out there. And what's going to happen is if you come to the hospital, you'll be screened. We'll take your temperature. Um, is this just for this, if you go to the hospital, period, or is it just if you were, if I tell you my, what my symptoms no. are, I'll you, be directed there? If you go to the hospital, period, okay. you're going to come You'll through that there. one entrance. Yeah. We've yeah. narrowed it down to That's only good. one entrance. And um, we are now, not allowing. If you come allowing, up with chest pains, you're going to go right on you're through. You're going to go right. to the front sure. line. Right. 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 We're not going to slow down anybody that's critical, that needs care. And sure. we're not trying to discourage care, but we're trying to keep those people that are in our building safe. Um, so you're going to be screened. We're not allowing any visitors right now mm-hmm. unless it's um, actually needed for patient care. Um, so if you're involved in, um, you know, have an elderly parent that that needs assistance, that sort of thing, then that's a case by case basis. Okay. Um, but right now we're asking no visitors, um, and you'll be screened before you come in. You'll be um, if you have a temperature, you will be turned away and will not be allowed access. I mean, if you're seeking treatment, you will be allowed sure, access, sure. but not as a visitor. Um, You'll be given an armband so that once you get into the building, our staff will know that you've been screened and you're supposed to be there. Um, but everybody's going to be funneled through that tent through the front of the hospital. Is that in place today yes. for people to show up today? How long has that been in place? Since Monday morning. Yeah, Have people been cooperative? For the for most, most part, part, for the most part? yes. Yeah. Okay. Is that in place in Bruton as well? It is my understanding that it is. Okay. So don't be alarmed when you get... Uh, routed to right. the tent or whatever to be screened. That's just SOP right now. Right. And that's the way it's going to be for the foreseeable future until this thing kind of runs its right. course. And we're following suit with what other hospitals in the area and across the country are doing. If you look, most people have an outside triage area and most people are limiting visitors um, to either none or one and um, doing screening before they come in. I tell you, you know, one of the things that, that I haven't seen a ton of, I have seen a mention of it here and there, are our health care workers and how we need to keep them at the forefront of our prayers. Also, I'm assuming all vacation and time off has been suspended, kind of all hands on deck, or maybe we're moving closer to that anyway. But, I mean, you know, if and when this turns into something, you know, whatever it may be, it's going to be an all-hands-on-deck type mm-hmm. deal, and uh, that creates a, a lot of fatigue, a lot of stress, a lot of emotional distress. Right. And uh, we certainly are going to keep all of you in our, in our thoughts and prayers in the days ahead because this is, a, this is a real deal, and it's going to take smart, qualified, caring people to work us through it as a community. And I have all the confidence in the world and everybody I know in the local healthcare uh, family. So uh, thank you for what y'all do, and we're certainly going to continue well, to think you. about we y'all moving forward. Do, does the – I'm trying to figure out – I've always heard this. If you take a Q-tip, put Neosporin on it, and put it inside your nostrils, does that help anything? I mean, I've been told that repeatedly, and I know a lot of EMT people that do that, or they say they do. Maybe they're just t- talking that. But I've always t- – so I've done – I'm not going to lie to you. I've started using and practicing because that makes me think it, it makes me feel better. Um, I have not seen any data to, to say that to, um, or to advise anybody to do that. And what people have to realize is, um, 
you know, we're telling you to social distance six feet, also frequent hand washing, and don't touch your T-zone. T-zone being your eyes, your nose, your mouth. Come in. Yep. Go on in. Debbie's here. Hey, Hey, Debbie. How are y'all? We're good. We're good. We're violating the six foot rule, but we're going to, yeah. We got you, uh, we got you right here. Okay. Um, you want to slide down just a sure. here, Ashley? We'll, we're going to be violating this whole social distancing policy, but DJ, get DJ come, in, come in just a hair. In? Yeah, because we don't have that wide of a view. I want to make sure that we uh, at least have you there still. I think you are. But you're not going to only breathe in the virus. So, you know, you touch something. Touch your eyes, rub your eyes. It's allergy season right now. Mm-hmm. So we're always touching our eyes. We're always touching our face um, when you eat. So, you know, breathing it through your nose is not the only way right. that you're going to get it. Right. Um, it, it, there's could, a lot of ways. Could you write me a prescription for one large pepperoni pizza a day? <laughs> I think that helps. I had one yesterday. My good friend, Danny. Debbie, how do I, how do I correctly pronounce your last name? Gist. Gist. Mm-hmm. Debbie Gist. Yeah, we're, we're excited that you're here. Debbie Gist is the compliance officer for the Scambia County Healthcare Authority. Is that correct? That's correct. That's what I was given. I hope that's right. That's correct. Thank you for being here with us this morning. Oh, you're welcome. Here on Drive Time, we're just trying to get out some information, and Ashley's already shared a lot of good stuff with us, trying to get some, out some good information to our community about this coronavirus, uh, what we can do to safeguard ourselves, what we can do to limit stress on our healthcare facilities unnecessarily. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, if you're sick, you need to go, go, but be smart about it because we do have limited resources everywhere. And the smarter we can be about that, the better I think it'll work for all of us. That's very true. And I'm sure Ashley's already talked about that one of the biggest factors is limiting the space, our social distancing. Mm -hmm. And that is key. Calling before you come to your healthcare providers, be it if you're attempting to reach your doctor at the office, or if you feel like you're ill enough to come to the emergency room, calling and letting folks know that you are going to be there so that they can make sure that they are prepared and and have all of their PPE equipment in place and uh, donned. This is the million-dollar question, and I don't think there's an answer for it, really, but I, I I can't get my arms wrapped around it. How long can this go on? I mean, like until we can get our arms wrapped around it and really know what we're dealing with here and how we can treat it effectively to get past it. I mean, I know that that's an answer everybody wants, and it may not exist today, Wednesday morning. I I don't think that there's any um, projections exactly. I think that the United States has taken an approach that some other countries have not taken in that we are trying to flatten the curve. Mm-hmm. We are trying to make sure that we don't have that peak initially so that the healthcare resources can be stretched to accommodate the needs of all of our citizens. So how that works and how that projects out into we don't want to peak now, so that means we're going to have sure. hopefully lower cases and they may be you know more it may take more time to get through all of those um, cases if we're able to limit that initial peak. So I don't, I haven't seen any projections. I've, I've heard people discuss three months. I've, then I've heard other people discuss all the way out to uh, August and September. So I don't know. How long have y'all been in the healthcare arena as a profession? 
Oh, gracious. 25 years. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. uh, My daughter's 30, so it would be about 31. (laughs) Would you compare this to anything else that you've seen come along, or is this new territory for us? It's new, but, I mean, we all have had several other types of scenarios. We've all lived through um, SARS, and we've been through some of the other epidemics. Ebola was our last major one that we were all gearing up in the hospitals to be prepared for, which was, you know, that one's quite different. We've had Asian flus. We've had swine flu. So, um, what about you, Ashley? This might be a stupid question. I don't mean to interrupt. But what's so different? And y'all probably got this question. What's so different about this one versus all those that you just named? You know, we heard kind of the same things about some of those uh, viruses or whatever they were, mm-hmm. but it, we didn't see anything like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what is so different now than it wasn't about those? Uh, well, I, actually, I mean, you feel free, but I know f- at least for this particular virus, it is an a brand new virus, which means that there is no natural immunity. Nobody else has ever been exposed to it. So that means our entire population has no experience. They have no immunity. And it's going to be time. People have got to get it. They've got to get Mm -hmm. sick. They've Mm -hmm. got to build up the antibodies. And then we will begin to see some more of, see people developing that immunity so that's one factor that's really different well, ebola has been around for a while so you know that it, that was completely different is this a deal like if i get it and i have all the symptoms and i get sick and i'm sick for two weeks and then i get past it whether with the aid of medicine or not could i get it again or after your body has gone through it are you on the right side of it so to speak or is that- there a way to know um, right now, they're thinking if it acts like other coronaviruses that you will have some immunity in the okay. short term so that you won't get it, um, you know, soon after recovery. But they're not sure how long that immunity would last. So this, yeah. so the name coronavirus is not indicative to just this particular one. No. no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's a... I didn't know that. I didn't know it's that. It's more like a... That's, that's the name of the family. And coronaviruses have been around a long time, and people get coronaviruses all the time. They cause colds. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, so you've told me something. It's not a new, yeah. I I didn't know that. I thought this was coronavirus, and that's what they called it. And but okay, this one is COVID nineteen, and um, but coronaviruses have been around a long time. We get them, we get over them. So I figured that COVID nineteen was the medical terminology for this, and that. Corona was for people like me that don't understand all that kind of stuff, and we can just call it something related to a beer because we all know what that is. But come to find out, that's not the case. You learn something new every day. I I didn't know that. But this is the new virus, and that's what's so So important about this one. The coronavirus, that's just the label for the name of the family, like Smith. Sure. COVID-19 is the name of the individual in the family. Sure. John gotcha. Smith. Gotcha. So that you know that just narrows it down. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. I, I I didn't know that. When you're preparing as a medical facility, when you were preparing for things like this, and I'm not talking about Justin Atmore and Bruton, I'm talking everywhere. Mm-hmm. Is a part of the plan to have a reinforced security team in case you end up with a situation where people just Block to a medical facility? Has that been discussed? Is that part of the planning? Like, okay, you know, if we start having 100 patients a day more than we're normally having, we need to have 
some extra boots on the ground, so to speak. We, I know that it has been discussed, mm-hmm. and we would lean heavily on our local mm-hmm. um, local folks to kind of help us out with that as well. Um, I know we are limiting access now to the facilities, mm-hmm. and I don't know if y'all have had a chance yet to talk about the visitation policies, but we we are limiting visitors. That's smart. And we are limiting access so that everybody's being funneled in through one point. Mm-hmm. And at that point, people are going to be checked uh, as far as a, a symptom query. You know, are you having any of these symptoms? And then we're also monitoring temperatures at that now that's this point. We did understand that that is definitely in place at Atmore. Is mm-hmm. that in place here at McMillan as yes. well? Well, that's yes. great. And I hope that people will cooperate and understand mm-hmm. there's going to be a little bit more of a process, but it's for the benefit of all of us. Yes. I mean, we, we can't be selfish in this. And if you're inconvenienced five minutes or 10 minutes, just roll with it. Or you can't yeah. go in the door you normally sure, go in. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> and yeah, we, so, do, we yeah. do have security at, um, at Atmore. For some of the time, this some is of good. the hours. We do, too. We and do have a security guard that's there um, between certain hours. I'm glad this came out. Do you check-in yeah. procedures different? Mm-hmm. Do you, is, is that something that you regularly have, security? Yes. On, 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 it's not just for... No, it's not just for this. This issue. No. Okay. I was, I was, I but we have discussed having to get additional, if the need be. Right. Um, and also, uh, we mentioned no visitors for like our inpatients, yeah. but I also want to mention if you're coming for x-ray, if you're coming for a routine lab, um, your companion, if you bring one with you, will be asked to stay in the car yeah. unless it's medically necessary. Hey, that's so fair. We're limiting our visitors guy. as well, but we are allowing at D.W. McMillan, if someone is in a situation where they have to have a caregiver if it's an elderly person and they need someone and it's a family member or if it's a child and it's going to be a parent but we're limiting access to one caregiver i love it i love it this is good information this is good information to have out there i love it somebody asked the question uh aaron crawford if if we are self-quarantining how long should we expect to stay in hibernation 14 Uh, days at this point, but then you've got to have, if someone actually has COVID-19, there's going to be a series of tests that need to be done towards the end to make sure that they're negative. Uh, so if you self-quarantine, is that basically that's what they want us to do right now, is it not? I mean, basically stay away from everybody? Oh, no, no, that's that's social isolation. But yes, and they do want people to, to be very careful about any gatherings where you have uh, multiple people you don't want to do that especially if you are in a higher risk category um but when you are actually put on quarantine self-quarantine then you are really being asked to to stay at home and really truly in your room separate from your family and at the end of that 14 days you you've got to go back to and get some more testing from what you're if, saying. If you have tested positive, they will want to have tests to clear it and make sure that it is negative. Okay. 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 Well, that listen. Not, that's... But not every person who is asked to self-quarantine will necessarily have had a test. So self-quarantine it, it, it is still the same length of time, and it's still the same, just like Ashley says, trying to stay away from your other family members. That means you stay in one room. They 
can roam about the house, but that's the self-quarantine. But if you've had a test and they say, yes, you are definitely positive, you will do that same thing. You will self-quarantine, but towards the end of that, they're going to want to do tests to make sure you're negative. I've already designated my room at my house for my quarantine room. I call it the red room, <laughs> but I'll, th that's where I would go, but I don't get sick. I got, and I'm saying this Winning. I, in, in somewhat all honesty. If you needed a guinea pig to come down and have some strands put on them or whatever you could do with it, I would do it. I promise you I would do it. I don't get sick. Can I ask, and I'm not, the, the, someone asked this question, uh, Jennifer Parker did. Uh, do we have any confirmed cases in Escambia County, Alabama? We do not. We don't. We do not. And see, that gets out there as bad information. Not by Jennifer, but I mean, I've no, seen no, that. No, there right. are no confirmed cases today, right now. Correct. Alabama. And the place to go for that is the Alabama Department of Health site, adph.org. They update twice a day Great. and will let you know the positive numbers for every county. Somebody mentioned earlier, too. I'll post that. Somebody mentioned earlier, too, about the heat and its effect, supposedly, on this virus. If that's the case, shouldn't we all be in real good shape around May or June? Because, you know, with 100 degree plus... You know, temperatures that we seem to, I mean, is that not true? Is that one of these rumors? I mean, I'm, I I have not heard that. I've seen people talking yeah. about UV light and being outside, but I have not heard the heat I've thing. heard that too, but I don't know that they, that it's not been around long enough to study I got and to determine if that is going to be the truth. Right, so. right. Well, I, I have a question myself. How is it? That West Virginia doesn't have a case reported, but they, every other state in the nation. They do. Oh, they do. Okay. They do. As of last night. Okay. I, I didn't see that. I, I was about to say that, that's, that's hard to believe that, you know, I think a lot of states didn't have reportings because they didn't have testing. Right. Exactly. And know, that's what so, I was going to say. Right. I don't know what when they stood up testing for right. them, you know. Right. Well, and, and I was just curious because I, I, you know, I saw that and I was like, this was yesterday, maybe five, six o'clock. And I was like. How can this one state not have any, you know, when every, everybody else does? So mm -hmm. That's great information. Yeah. The yeah. Alabama Department of Public Health, they update it twice a day. Yes. Correct. For just, for, for every county in Alabama. Yes. Good morning, that Joe has Beasley. A that has a positive. Yes. That's great. That's great. Yes. That's where you can go to get good information. I yes. like that. Yeah. You know. At the same time, when we do have a positive case in Escambia County, it will be, it will be information that is shared Mm -hmm. By both hospitals. Sure. Great. So let me ask it. So once that happens, mm -hmm. and it's bound to happen. Right. I mean, let's all yeah. be honest. It is. Once that happens, uh, what what happens from there? I mean, you know, because right now you got people, let's be honest, you've got a lot of people panicked about, mm -hmm. you know, things. When you put people in situations they've never been in before, that causes anxiety anyway. Mm -hmm. And then... You know, everybody's like, oh, you know, do you think we'll ever have a case? Well, if it's like the flu, like everybody, I mean, everybody's right. got a chance to get it or what have you. What happens then? I mean, does, you know, will this whole place go into some sort of hibernation? I mean, be forced to? I mean, like, what what will happen at that time? Um. At the hospital, we'll kind of keep doing the same things yeah, that we've doing. been doing with yeah. isolating people. Um. You know, I think maybe restrictions will be maybe more strict for the public. 
Um, And hopefully people will, um, if it's closer to home, they will take the warnings more seriously because I know right now, especially spring breakers and that sort of thing. I was just about to say. People are flocking to the beach. You can't tell it at the beach. No, Robbie, if you look at the beach, there are people everywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, just all over. And I saw yesterday where the Floribama decided to shut down Mm -hmm. the that except for the they're still going to sell T-shirts and merchandise. (laughs) But, uh, you know, to see all this happening like that, but yet, and then they show the beaches, and there's just right. people everywhere. Mm-hmm. Now, they claim as long as they're just groups of 10, and they weren't close to other groups of 10, and I'm thinking, well, wait a minute, and then the governor of Florida came out and was like, listen, we don't need y'all going to the beach. You know, we basically they're saying they need the younger people to help mitigate some of this spreading. Yes. Right. Uh, and I don't know what mitigate means, but it sounded good. I heard him say that. <laughs> well, I didn't want to do it. I shut down the second sandbar. <laughs> further notice, it's down. That hurts. Yeah, that, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, yeah, that that's a big. When you shut that thing down, that that's tough. Yeah. Yes. When uh, when the governor of a state that that thrives on tourism says, yeah, "Don't yeah, come, come to the beach." Yeah. Absolutely. It's serious, and people need to listen. And what they're not. Thinking these, this is not an at-risk group, the young, but they can carry it back to grandparents, to people that have chronic illnesses, and and that's the danger that, now, that now I want to ask they what, spread a, a, a it. A real way. quick question: How does this affect hypochondriacs exactly? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it discriminates. <laughs> I mean, we all know someone that's always. Yes. You know what I'm saying. And I'm not making light of that situation. I'm, I'm talking about, we've all got, I got some family members, every time you talk, how you doing? Oh, I've got this going on and that going on. And I'm like, has there ever been a day that you were healthy? Ever? Because <laughs> of the 46 years I've known you, I don't know if you ever have been. You know. So anyway, I, I didn't know if it discriminated that way or not. Um, but getting back to the, uh, I saw Governor, I think his name DeSantos, uh, he, he even said that, Kids were uh, piling up at the universities and hanging around the universities during spring break that didn't, like, they think they're doing the right thing by staying around. And he was even saying, get out, Mm -hmm. get away from that. You know, like, we don't need that either. So, uh, you know, we were all young once and we all thought we were invincible. And and I'm going to tell you right now, I've been the first one down in the middle of the group of 10 at the beach saying, I ain't worried about that virus, you know. Right. What I mean? uh, I, and I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying something like we've just never seen anything like that before, Absolutely like this, haven't. you know. Absolutely. So, uh, and and that's what makes this so different than everything we you know, that's happened in the past. It, it's just so, something so new to everyone, uh, and and I, I guess new to medical professionals. If you, you know, what's it, uh, Dr. Fauci? I think is mm-hmm. uh, heading this thing up. You know, and he said, you know, I mean, if you, if you listen to what he says about it, my thing, though, is this is is all. And, and I I know it's kind of counterintuitive what we've been talking about is a lot of this overcautious or is it hyped up a lot by and I see the media hyping this a lot is, is what I'm saying. Uh, and we're trying not to like that's what the purpose of us doing this was to. Get good information out there where people can understand. Don't believe everything you see and read on the internet or 
what have you. That's true. You know? That's true. Now, I don't know. I mean, my question is, you know, it, 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 is this somewhat been overhyped? Is it somewhat overcautious? Maybe you can never be too cautious. I That's read something yeah, by a physician that said, you know, we may not ever know if we were too cautious, but we will certainly know and feel if we didn't do enough. Right. Exactly. So that's, that's why it's so important to do what they're telling us to do, because if we can stop this, then that's or slow, right, slow it, down, it down. That is um, our best hope. Yes. Well, let, let me ask you this. You got I'm going to use averages. You got 1.5 billion people in China. And I think they said they've had 5,000 ish deaths, I think. That's pretty good odds, isn't it? I mean, and, and I don't mean any death is tragic. I don't right. mean that. I, I'm saying uh, that should kind of tell the tale of the tape as far as I, I mean, we have 80 plus thousand deaths from the flu in this country every year. You're talking about one and a half billion people. There's only been five thousand now reported. Who you know that may right. not be yeah. correct. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm just saying that's a. Uh, and and if you believe what you that what they put out, most of them had underlying medical conditions right. and things like that. So, uh, what have we had? Uh, 30, 40, 50 confirmed deaths in America. I don't America? know that statistic. Um, but statistically, it is uh, the death rate is higher for COVID nineteen than it is for the flu. Oh wow! So okay. if you and look different at this, countries have had different mortality rates right. as well. Okay. So and and I don't think we understand why that's different. Okay. Well, that, that that's kind of where I was going with that is mm-hmm. why is it you hear China this and you hear something different from Italy and exactly. you hear something different from Iran and you hear something different from your or the UK something different from us. You know, it, it, it maybe we're more social people. I don't know. You know, I mean, that's just, I know I've never heard social distancing. And if I never hear it again, it'll be too soon. Because <laughs> right. I've heard it so much in the last three, four, five days. I just told DJ earlier, this this is the new quid pro quo. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I don't ever want to hear that word again. Is I don't need, or three words, whatever you call it. And I'm like, I never, social distancing, who came up with that? I don't mean it's a bad thing. I'm talking about who came up with that term? I mean, that's like saying, hey, get away from me, and I don't ever want to be around people. We already have a tough enough job with people wanting to text, and they don't interact with each other anymore. You know, people get mad at each other (laughs) now. That's true. If you just speak, and they think it's in some sort of tone because there's no context on a text (laughs) and that's the way people communicate so now we're telling everybody it's okay to communicate that way keep communicating that way by the way don't come to town Uh, you know so uh, and and my concern there is local businesses you know Mm -hmm. our our concern you know we got you think of the local businesses in atmore uh, that are affected and 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 i know there's bruton that are affected and all the uh, the all the surrounding areas I know there's government things trying to work out to do this and do that, but still, that's a, uh, I mean, you know, that's, it's going to be a big hit on, it is, it is. to a lot of these small businesses. Across the nation. Sure. And I, and I see, you know, local businesses doing things like setting up drive throughs and, you know, things mm-hmm. like that for, for people to come and be able to still, uh, you know, uh, do business with them. And I know this may be wrong, but I've told people this, I promote, I'll say, hey, Keep going by, call your order in, mm-hmm. go by, pick it up. Uh, you know, we need to keep trying to make sure these businesses right. stay in business. Yeah. You know, especially with people, you know, that may be 
displaced or you know, laid off of jobs or what have you because of all this kind of thing right now. Mm-hmm. So if there is any light at the end of the tunnel, it looks like gas might be headed to a dollar a gallon. I don't know if that's <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's you know a light at the end of the tunnel or not, but I know for people that uh, buy gas, it, it probably it is, is. You know, yeah. so. That's true. And when you talk about social distancing, just reminding people that, um, you know, right now with a lot of church services being canceled and that sort of thing, Mm -hmm. that the elderly, sometimes that's their only social interaction was Mm -hmm. that. And just to reach out to those people and that's a good point. By phone, check on your check on them because um, they're prone to depression at times Mm -hmm. anyway, just because they're already socially isolated. And uh, so. It's really important to think about those people and help them out. If, know, if shop they for them, can't if get they, to the grocery right. store, assist them. Uh, somebody commented earlier that East Bruton still has the they they called it the Meals on Wheels for the senior citizens. Mm-hmm. That that's still working and running. I, I didn't know they still did that, but uh, apparently they still have that. Uh, they're still doing that, so uh, that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I think that. I told somebody the other day, I said, listen, I said, you know, if people had a fleet of vehicles they wanted to, like, you, you could just go pick things up for people, deliver it to them, uh, and keep a lot of things going right now just by doing that. DJ was talking earlier, or the other day, we were talking earlier about, about how many volunteer fire departments there are in Escambia County, and a lot of help right there to do things like that. You know, when you talk about checking on your neighbors and, right. and, and helping out, uh you know, anytime something like this happens, it always seems everybody steps up to help. So, you know, they we, we, they have, we have a program here called Backpack Buddies, and they feed children on the weekends typically. Well, now, you know, with school being out, they're trying to work out feeding children during the week, and it's just a great, great thing that they those uh, that they, they do. I think that's based out of the Methodist Church. Is that right, that's DJ? Where it started. Okay. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I do know the sales center in Atmore. We met with um, the city officials Monday morning, and the sales center, it was going to close for their actual dine-in, but they were still going to have meals to go. They were still going to get those that were homebound or couldn't drive um, and get those meals to them. So they're still providing meals as well for that area. Have you found, as, as you guys have been working through this over the last couple of weeks, have you found the efforts of other agencies and departments to be cooperative like if you got the cooperation oh, yeah. you think you need it from the state and the local level and absolutely and yeah. it doesn't always work that way so i'm glad that we are pulling the rope in the same direction mm-hmm. that's encouraging i will tell you i knew when things were uh kind of going off the rails when churches started shutting down having <laughs> right. services i'm like i'm gonna tell you something this is uh this things took a turn that we haven't seen you know i don't know we we, we have seen before so uh but again, you know, I go back to like the swine flu and what was that, uh, SARS and just all these different things. I mean, go further back, think of polio. Yeah, right. I mean, like, you know. That was a major scary event, too, sure. for that era. But I, I I just don't remember any, and maybe polio, I, I, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't know that I was around when that happened, but I know all the, you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. I don't remember shutting the world down. No, no. it didn't. This you know? is all different. All very new and uncharted. Is it? Do, do y'all know this, or and you may not? Is this a was this a man-made virus, or is this something that happened naturally, or do they know? And I've I, heard I always those I'm asking rumors, that, you know, right? I don't know that. I mean, everything that I have read is saying 
know, that that's not supported. I got you. Right. Everything I've seen says that it comes from an animal. Coronaviruses are common in different animals. And then sometimes viruses just mutate and they make that jump to where they can infect humans. And that's the new virus part of this. And um, so I, I don't believe those that say... It's a man-made right. bioterrorism right. kind of. Oh, I don't, deal, and right? I don't mean that. I, I guess what I was saying, you know, uh, sometimes you you hear oh, about things that, and they say, well, you know, this actually happened in a lab, and then it did this and mutated and all this kind of thing. And I was like, ah, you know, I don't know if that's, you yeah. know, I haven't seen anything to support that. Me either. You know, you they they, of course, our government claims that China knew about this back in the fall and there was really not a lot done and i'm you know i'm thinking with all of the parameters have been put in place now if those have been put in place back in the fall do you think you could have kept people out of jordan hare stadium and <laughs> alabama university probably I mean, not no. I, I, I mean you'd have riots in the streets yes. i mean would you not i mean it, it would that would be in the that would have been it a bad been thing. More difficult. Oh, listen, I'm not taking anything away from basketball or baseball or any of that, but everybody better be glad in the state of Alabama that this happened now and not in the fall. Because I'm going to tell you, if they come out and shut those two things down, there would be a problem. Well, I tell you, I, <laughs> I, I agree. I, th I think it's still on the table. Oh, oh, well, I, you know, I, yeah. I've seen from the NCAA website that they're not, they're not sure they're going to start in the fall. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. I do know um, Florida schools announced yesterday, I believe, that they'll extend their break until April 15th, I believe. And then it's still to be determined if they'll go back for any of the remainder of this year. Well, you know, DJ, what did you say earlier? Who Kansas, was? last night, Kansas announced all their statewide schools, K through 12, that they're done. Done. Good morning, JoJo. Really? And, yeah, and that's that's the first one that I've seen. I is, think we'll see more. I of think that. yeah. Well, I think you're gonna the dominoes are possibly gonna start falling. Uh, Tip Tippy says uh, world amateurs. I guess that's how you say it. World of meters. I don't know. World amateurs dot info has a live update on the coronavirus by state. Mm -hmm. So, but but but, but again, let's say this: We're, no, no confirmed cases in Escambia County, Alabama. And we're we're directing right. people to the Alabama Department of Public Health site. Right. For good information. Right. That's where the updates are going to be twice a day. If there's any confirmed cases in the county, it'll be reported. Right. So that's where that's where we're going for good information here for us to, to bank on. And I said this a, a moment <laughs> ago and my greatest concern through all of it, I, I think that you know that it will play out but we have to be vigilant and smart in how we visit our medical facilities. Yes. You don't want to start taxing out your already limited resources. And that becomes a problem in and of itself. And that's why it's so important to have good information out there and, and, and to understand, you know, what you need to do. If it's going through a tent, you know, to, to get in for anything, just do it. It's there for a reason. Well, you know, right. I mean, it's, there's a lot. Of, that, that's one thing that gets lost in the shuffle is the amount of planning that goes on 
in this instance with our medical community, but it could be something with transportation. I mean, these people don't just sketch it out like you and I do on a napkin. There's planning. There's <laughs> <Right>. real conversations. <laughs> right. They talk about it. They do a lot of what ifs. There's a lot of lessons learned, and they come back and modify those plans on a continual basis. So everything is in place as part of a plan. And, and, and you know, is it not the case uh, in the with our hospitals, the capacity is what – you know, I think the, a lot of the reason the overabundance of caution and vigilance on social distancing, I know here I'm saying that word again, but, you know, they, they claim if, if we were to have a run on our hospital facilities in this country, that it wouldn't take that long and they'd be maxed. Yes. And, right. and then what happens? You know, I mean, I, I, DJ says... I saw it last night. Eighteen states have enacted the National Guard. It's coming. Eighteen. Uh, I don't know, you know, in what capacity, I'm not sure. But at that point, you'd have to have something along the lines of FEMA, the military, something to set up triages and, and that type of thing. And and but they go back to ventilators. They say a lot of it's to do with not having enough ventilators due to this being a respiratory virus exactly so you know i i think that's one thing as you as you all were pointing out when you're coming in the hospital you're screaming that type of thing because you don't need that to happen but you also don't need to run on like we didn't need to run on toilet paper we don't need (laughs) we didn't need to run on milk or water or the banks and and all this stuff and and people just like you know how many how many beds are in our two hospitals we're, we have 49 beds, and I th- do y'all have about 49, too? We, okay. we typically don't operate, operate like that, at 49 okay. beds. Right. So. so at best, we have 100 beds. At best. At best. At best. 100 beds. At, at best case scenario. And the, and the county population is 38,000. So, I mean, that just, And between the two of us, yeah. you know, we have limited, limited ICU beds lot as of, well. Yeah, absolutely. That's, and that's probably the largest factor across the nation is that if we don't dampen that that yes. peak then it's going to be a critical shortage of our ICU beds that's been my concern from the very beginning is maximizing or, or, or over taxing our limited limited resources whether it's yeah. beds whether it's personnel whether it's medications or whatnot and that's why I think it's so important to bring this out today and if I'm going to leave this as my parting shot so to speak be patient yes. be vigilant Things are in place for the betterment of all of us. We all are going to have to have a little inconvenience thrown our way. It's, just way. it's the way it is. But for the herd to move and for the herd to come out on the other side healthy, we have to do this. We do not need to unnecessarily overtax our limited resources. If you're sick, please get medical attention. But just do everything you can to keep from having to tax out these people. Yeah, I think we mentioned it earlier. Uh, if you... Just have a cold, stay at home. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Don't. There's not any medication that we can give right. you other than to treat your symptoms. Sure. So if, you don't, know, don't, if you're don't. young and healthy and have a mild fever and right. just. But no, I, I, I read this this morning that they were telling people, the CDC, to use uh, ibuprofen, I mm-hmm. think it was, and now they're saying. Mm-hmm. Do not use it right. because of something to do with the uh, the way it. What do they say so the, the, the 
moisture or whatever that I'm not they they had some big long explanation mm-hmm. for it, but it doesn't help to it helps a fe- well, fever or what have you but I don't think it he- slows down the virus I think it slows down your progress of getting over it is what that article said I don't know if that's true I'm, I've not heard that, yeah. that and that was that was from the I CDC. Briefly, yeah, yeah I briefly saw something this morning where who came out the World Health Organization right. saying that they didn't advise uh, that's who it I was not the CDC that was who the World Health Organization that's right I saw it, I, but I didn't get to read all the articles, so I'm not I'm not real sure. I, I want to encourage everybody that has watched it this morning with us to like and share this video and at least encourage people to tune in to the 7 a.m. part of the program. If you don't want to watch the first part, that's fine. But both of you ladies have brought out the information that I was hoping would come out that I think will help us moving forward, where we can access information, where we are today. I also hope that in the future, as information changes drastically, if it does, that we might get you to come back at a later time and and share where we're at and kind of get a state of the union, so to speak. But it's been a lot of fun having y'all here and and getting this information out. I I do have an 800 number for you that came from the Alabama Hospital Association that if you feel sick and think you might need a COVID-19 test, you can call this number. I'm going to... Where this. to go for testing? Uh, and this, I would this also is what, remind folks to check our Facebook page and think you uh, might need testing. Y'all, y'all are updating those yes. regularly. Okay. Yes. Yeah. This information goes on our Facebook might pages need and testing. This is the number you call if you feel sick and think you might need testing. Call this number. Mm-hmm. But okay. let's let's be honest. That's the state of Alabama. If you feel real sick, like if you just uh, somebody pointed this up, my my wife pointed this out. I've seen several people. We're in the middle of pollen season right now, Mm -hmm. and everybody's got hacking and sniffles and all this kind of stuff because of we deal with it every year. You know, I mean, that doesn't mean you've got the corona. Right. So, you know, uh, just. Move on, do what you do, and keep doing what you do. And and, and I think that, uh, like we were talking about a while ago, we don't need a run on hospitals, especially with, like DJ said, with 30, what would you say, 38,000 people in Escambia County? Roughly. And between the two hospitals, we have, in the best-case scenario, 100 beds. I mean, that's, uh, you know, we certainly don't need to tax those out. No. I mean, that, I mean, that needs to be there for people that truly, truly need to be there. So... Uh, you know, if, if, if you stay at the house and get over the flu, you stay at the house and get over this. Unless you, I think you have some other underlying medical issues, then obviously you probably need to, you know, take care I, of business. I've got one question along those lines, and I hope this is one. I hope this is a fair question. I understand that there are certain legal responsibilities medical facilities have if you show up and are seeking medical attention. Mm-hmm. Can somebody from across the Florida line or across the county line, if they're in an area where their resources have been maxed out, can they come over and max out what I'm calling hours, even though it's not hours, it's hours. But can somebody from Jefferson County, say Jefferson County gets blown up with it, can somebody from Jefferson County come to Escambia County and check themselves and in? Come and to take the emergency back? room? Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So you take all comers, and it doesn't matter where you're at. Yes, if you present to our ER, then we're going to see you. Uh, What does the, and and I'm asking because I don't know, what what role does the health department play in this, or do they play? I mean, I know people that use the health department, 
uh, for different things, you know, medically. Uh, how, how do they, what role do they play in all this? I do believe that it's it's different in every county. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. the resources are different. Um, in some counties, they may be assisting with eventually with some of the drive-through testing that they're trying to get set up in the state of Alabama. Um, in other counties, they just simply they don't have the resources or the personnel to provide that type of support. This may not be helpful information at all. I'm passing along, and this is kind of what this show does. Raj Palmer is opening a new hotel here in Bruton. It is not opened yet. It's been completely remodeled rebuilt in, in, in most cases and he is saying that if beds become an issue and if y'all needed to partner up with them that he is open to that so you can pass that along to chris i will maybe right. it's an I asset will. maybe it's not but yeah. uh raj thank very you for posting that that is very and nice the public hadn't stayed there yet so from a sanitized put me down for the star suite <laughs> <laughs> hey and and they had the chaser's lounge when you get to the head go on down and, and they I'll might deliver <laughs> thank you raj yeah uh i was told 151's a great sanitizer yeah <laughs> <laughs> so hey i'll spill plenty of that back in the day so uh you know that that, that works out no i think this has been great i you know the and as DJ mentioned, we we wanted to get real information out to the, the the public and information that you know people can understand. No, we're not sitting six feet apart. We're in tight quarters here. Uh, this table's only so big, and the camera the lens only so wide. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, we're gonna hear a lot more about that until this has run its course. Uh, they said that. They started with a phase one, uh, working on a phase one vaccination. I think is what they. Uh, I've heard of that. Put, yes. Put out. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, they started human or, or testing with humans. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yesterday, yes. I think yes. it was. Is that a good sign? I mean, I mean, I'm asking because I don't, I don't know how that anything stuff works. with the development of a potential vaccine is a good sign. Yeah. I, I guess what I'm saying is they would typically test that on animals first, would they not? I mean, if it's already made it the human phase that fast, that's got to be a, a pretty good sign. I Does, think they're expediting everything they can expedite. So they just said the mm-hmm. heck with animals, and they just went straight on to humans. Would would that be with somebody that already has the, this virus, or would that be with testing people that don't have? I mean, how how, how do they go about that? I don't know how Here. this particular study is be, has is set up or is being developed, and I can't tell you for sure that they really haven't done any animal. Okay, trials. right. But um, anything and any studies at any of our research facilities that is focused on developing a vaccine is is a good thing. And they're pushing as hard as they can possibly push to get something available. Right. Right. Well, all we can do is be vigilant and uh, try to keep our wits about us and uh, realize that I I said this yesterday. People in about a week are going to get stir crazy. Yeah. They're going to be tired of sitting at home and and uh, and, and social yeah. distancing, which means uh, doing already the same thing most people already do. You know, everybody's time now is really valuable. Uh, I was in Walmart not long ago, standing behind. I was in a line of about 10, 12 people. You know, it's back before they had self-checkouts going. 26 registers, two of them's open. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and a lady in front of me was losing her mind because... None of these other registers. I said, ma'am, I, I was, this is before you could not touch people. I bumped her. I said, ma'am, I have a question. You got to be back at work. Or 
She said, no, I want to be at my house and my chair watching TV, and this is slowing me down. My time is valuable. Thinking to myself, she don't have anything to do, and this woman was pitching a fit. I'm talking about, like, and and so I'm sitting here today thinking, well, now that you can, like, go online and put down what groceries you want and pull up, and they put them in your vehicle and all that kind of stuff, that thing, you know, it, that thing will probably get so big with the way it works now. Most people may not ever go back to doing it the right. old way. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I don't know if that's a good thing. One question on here: When you test for it, generally speaking, how long does it take to get the results back on whether it's a positive or a negative? We're told seventy-two hours. Seventy-two hours. Yeah. Okay. Now, who? Yeah. You, you said y'all send that off. Yes. Where does that go? Um, for, it can go to different places depending on which lab you're sending it to. Um, I know ours goes to um, Virginia. Virginia? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they're getting quite a few or getting more and more every day, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we don't have a facility in the state of Alabama that can test for this. We do. The state does. The state does. The Bureau of Clinical Labs for the state but, of but, Alabama. But, but you guys don't send the, the test to them. There's not a good courier mechanism to get the specimens to them at this point easily. So you just, you, you how, how does that work? Y'all load these things up in cases and like send them, like do they fly them? Like, I mean, how, how, how does that work typically? I'm I mean, sure they're, mail or I'm sure they're flown at some point, but. Uh, you just the, ma- box them and mail them? Is well, there, it's a particular container. It well, sure, to be yeah. A, right. you know, a safe container. Secure. And we and have a Quest pickup courier that right. comes to the right. hospital, picks up the specimens. Our courier for us, too. Right, right. So, Ken and I are employed at Jim Peach Motors. We have a tow truck. If we wanted to load them up on the flatbed, if that helps. <laughs> Uh, it runs 24-7. Yeah. I mean, we'll keep we, that in mind. Yeah, sure. another, asset, another asset. That's right. Can you put do in your a tool run? Belt. Yeah, put in your tool belt. Uh, that's good information. Piggly Wiggly is delivering groceries uh, if needed. $50 minimum, no delivery fee. Wow. Great. That's, that's nice. awesome. Great. That's nice. That is nice. Uh, that, that, I mean, I think you're going to see a lot more of that going on. A lot, and maybe that's one good thing that comes out of this is we've all been kind of self-absorbed lately and all focused on our electronics and phones. But maybe this will bring people together and it will. And well, it, well, it, as soon as we can, as soon as we can have as soon more as than we 10 can people, get together. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, we're we're about to have a gathering in July that's going to bring some folks together. But we don't know if we're going to right now. It's up in there. We don't know if we're going to be able to have that or not. We have said this many times, and I think it'll show again during this. We live in the greatest community in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, we live amongst great people, and uh, it, it's going to be some tough days ahead, some challenging days ahead. But I think we will do it better than most, and I think that we Absolutely. will handle it. It always works out that way, or it seems yeah. to, uh, you know. And thank you all for coming on. This was awesome. You're this, this was uh, thank really you for this was exactly what I was hoping would happen. Get some good information out there, some good places to go find good information. And to uh, just encourage everybody to continue to take this serious, but just be smart about it and uh, be patient. We'll take a lot of both. And just absolutely. And remember, uh, if you got the sniffles and just call, don't go rushing to the urgent care and the hospital and this kind of thing because it's not going to help things. Secondly, they're probably going to turn you around anyway. From what I'm, you know, hearing, I mean, the screening process is going to catch most of that, will it not? So. Hopefully. Yeah. If, if you present 
You'll the be seven, seen. Yeah, right. But, right. you know, just because you want to come have a test does not mean you're going to get a test. So me and DJ can't come and video, live stream, no. us being tested. No. no. See, we wanted to do that. What's wrong with that? I mean, we live in a society, everybody's having to watch all this on the phone because they can't come out and do anything. <laughs> Let us come and volunteer to be guinea pigs, and y'all can show everybody with us how to look. We showed everybody how to go fish off the Conecuh River Fishing Pier out there on the $16 million bridge. It's nothing more than a fishing pier in, in, in Riverview. Uh, we pulled a truck up on it and threw cane poles over. And we started live streaming. Needless to say, we heard from the state about that. <laughs> but we heard four different stories from the state about it. So we still ain't got to the bottom of that. That's coming, too. You That's just not wait. Over. That ain't over. That's not over. That's not over. I promise you that. Uh, thank you, ladies, again for coming. And uh, if, if certainly, like DJ said, we'd love to have you all back. Uh, maybe in a couple weeks when we've got uh, more information about what... You know, sure. As things evolve. Sure. Instead of ten people, we're going to be down to five or four or three. You have to split up with your family. I'm joking. <laughs> we're, 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 we're playing. Go ahead, DJ. Appreciate everybody being in this morning. It was a lot of fun being back with all y'all. Certainly appreciate Debbie and Ashley being here and, and getting us some good information that we can bank on. Uh, some challenging days ahead, but that's all they're going to be. We're going to get through this. We're all going to do it uh, as a as a county family and just be smart, be vigilant, and be safe. See you tomorrow.